Alright, it's March 11th, mid-afternoon. I'm walking down a little alley. Uh, not an alley, a one-way. So hopefully be quieter on this walk. Um, yeah, so we back with the new pod. Um, we just, yeah, Aaron's, Aaron's a good homie from way back in the, I feel like, yeah, from back in the day, um, was episode three, in early 2017, about two, almost two years ago, um, and it was also episode, like, I don't know, 17 or 18, Aaron, um, but yeah, it's been a while since I talked to him, because he moved, he relocated to Boston, back to Boston, um, shit, I don't even, my chronology, I don't even know, maybe it's, was it a year ago? No, it was a summer move, because I helped him, so maybe almost a year ago, uh, maybe like seven months ago, I don't know, but he's back in the, back in the, uh, back in Philly for the weekend, so we went on a quick, uh, kind of just freewheeled it, but we just talked about, yeah, I don't know, it's a good conversation, I'm just glad to have a podcast episode with somebody else uh, for a change, so, um, put, I put all the, uh, I just listened to, there's also nice listening to it through, well, it's like, I don't really listen to my own ones back, I feel like that's just too much, so this is nice to have, um, uh, a more interesting conversation, so I went through and, uh, put little, you'll see in the art, if you look at the art, or go to the web, the, the blog link, um, Put all the timestamps, or maybe I'll put it in the description. I'm not sure. I had a bunch of timestamps for fun, but uh, yeah, I just re listened to it this morning over a coffee, and it was from Saturday, so two days ago, Saturday afternoon, real sunny day. Um, yeah, just uh, <sighs> we talked about a lot of stuff, but I guess we were kind of we joking and talking, make that make it like an Ash Wednesday pot. Oh shit, someone's drilling now. Yeah, that's my cue to go. I'm gonna do a three minute, I got 30 seconds. Um, well, yeah, we just, I don't know what we talked about, man. Look in the fucking description. Um, sorry for, I don't know why. Um, yeah, it's a good episode. Or whatever. Cool. I think the last time I was outside, it was two days ago. Because yesterday I just, I literally, I worked and then I stayed in the fucking car all day driving here. So then, two days ago, it was like 15 degrees. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, uh, like... Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, I missed the sun. Winter's tough. Yeah, man. Um, so we didn't talk about... We didn't read any of the same books. <laughs> we didn't read any of the same books. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> um, well, it's good, because the last t- two times, I feel like... I've told you what to read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I no, was thinking you, about that. It's all been very much on your turf. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, but you chose to read Steppenwolf. I did. And then you were like, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't harass me about that. But I did harass you about the Harry Lindsay Bird. But that was a great no, podcast. No, not really either. Well, yeah, you did. You did. But I read it, like, right away. But I was reading a lot of things and talking to a lot of people at that time. Yeah. I think it's good. You were pumping them out regularly. When was the last podcast you made? But you've been doing a lot, like some on your own. Yeah, but and I I feel like I wanted to be able to do them by myself. But now it's kind of getting like I don't know. It's like are you too self-sufficient? Isn't this what we were talking about last night? I'm too (laughs) self-sufficient. No, that's not what I was saying. (laughs) What are you putting words to myself? Let me finish my fucking sentences. Go ahead. I was saying. um, Now I'm trying to understand what you meant by that, dude. (laughs) I don't even know. It's just confusing. what was I even saying? Um, oh yeah, just uh, no. I feel like I'm just like like sometimes you just don't have anything to say. I'm like thinking things, but I don't have to say them. I don't know. It's like a little <laughs> bit like, bro, why do you have so much to say? Just like shut up for a little bit. You know, that's how I feel. But initially, it was really lit because I it was like really um, an interesting new thing I had discovered to try to like. But you could do it on your own. Yeah, to work, but then work through the quotes. Mm-hmm. So then there's some like rigor to it or something. I also just I haven't some kind of structure. Yeah, some kind of structure. Yeah. And also you're walking. And I'm walking helps. usually. Yeah. I think it's also been super <coughs> cold, so I haven't wanted to walk in a time where it's quiet. So, or like before, I would 
be up all early and stuff. And now you go out in the I've just been going out in the daytime. It's just blown always. <laughs> I'm just in the world more, or I haven't felt like reading that much. Yeah, but it's louder in the daytime. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's yeah. just like fucking sirens and people yelling and like like engines everywhere. Are you also writing a lot right now? Um, I think that's why I'm trying to just only or like not you know you don't want to take in too much stuff in and just like poke my head and stuff but I haven't felt the impulse to work through a whole book and like power through like to read a whole book yeah exactly to read a whole book and yeah. kind of even which is like, really different for you yeah you're the person I mean you and Paul phases. read an unbelievable amount and I'll go sometimes I'll go six months only reading two books yeah yeah but sometimes it feels like I'm just trying to read too much you know right like reading as as the project it's as like an excuse to, yeah. that's what I was thinking sometimes yeah. a project like the podcasting can become like an excuse to not focus on other stuff you really gotta focus on and you know that so you're like just chill but then that's a weird thing because you get into this idea of like putting out content like consistency sometimes that mm-hmm. shit gets a little you, you know people who are like but your like your readers shit. demand it you got a fan base now <laughs> no, no, you got like like no. Sheila Hetty and you know everybody's listening and <laughs> no. anyway but um, so you haven't been reading anything lately uh, oh, you you just started saying, oh, you're reading the Ferrante. The first yeah. Ferrante. Yeah. I mean... That's relevant to fucking... You know Sheila Hetty talked to Ferrante and Nausgaard? Interviewed Ferrante and Nausgaard? Really? I didn't, I didn't know she... Inter- I knew she interviewed uh, Nausgaard because I saw the... It's on YouTube. Uh-huh. But I didn't know she interviewed Ferrante. Like, I thought no one was even talking to her. I thought Ferrante was, like, secret. <laughs> like, I thought... I didn't know people that could contact her. You know, I wish that when like writers interviewed each other or talked to each other they were more disrespectful because like they in like the oh, in like criticism that people write they're just dis- yeah. you know, they write articles that are disrespectful but then when you see them talk in person or do interviews they're always like i don't know dance well, that's interesting you got this music just providing back to the podcast now this is lit what are you talking place. about you played this music <laughs> wait wait, wait. it's less interesting everybody. when when people yeah well you know what's interesting about that is I, I always have an idea of like a really positive type of criticism. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I'd be, it'd be so annoying when like you'd be in a class or something and then you just read something that's just lit, you know? Yeah. Like, or something and then people, I don't know why I'm taking shots at like classes right now, but, but I used to have this, and even with the podcast, like I'm not like podcasting out books I fucking hate. I'm just like, right. this, was, this helped me in this way, you know? Well, because if you, if you podcasted about books that you hated, then you'd just be like, the whole podcast would be about like how and why you're dismissing the work and what what I'm saying. So I hate that. You gotta still care about what it says, but, but like, I don't know. I think there's room for like good, like productive disagreement. Exactly. Well, what I was going to say was, um, with the, uh, with the Sheila Hetty podcast I did, I don't know if you, anyway, but, um, that one was interesting because I kind of, I wasn't being critical of the book, but I was like questioning it. Yeah. My, t- but my, I felt like I never. My, t- but I also just looked. I would just think about it. I didn't go like, yeah. nah, that's wrong. I was just like, but is this right? And then I felt like, but my tone. I don't know. I, my there, tone never got yeah. sus because you don't like people who just r- write criticism about the book, just shitting on them. Like that's yeah. so lame, what, bro. What's the point? Like, don't read that book. Yeah. Read a different yeah, book. Or like literally just stop engaging with it because that's what you've already d- done in your head. Yeah. You've already decided that you're you done decided, engaging you with stopped it. Engaging. That's yeah. also why I wanted to chill on the pod some a little bit because once I podcast about a book, it's like there's a finality to how I can you look like at it. You your load a little bit. Yeah, in you relation like in relation to that one book. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, like because I was gonna I, I was gonna podcast about Sam the Sam News. Do you ever read Sam, Sam Pink? That I gave you. Yeah, you read Witchfist. Witchfist? You read Witchfist? Yeah. He dropped a new book. Uh. It's two novellas back to back. Garbage times white ibis. Um, but um, anyway, I, it came out like last fall, and I got it and read it all the way through immediately. Yeah. And then it's like I almost don't want to say anything about it, like because it's just. And then I reread it, and I was gonna podcast about it. And then I was like, I actually recorded. And then I was just like, dude, why are you? I, you can't even analyze this. Bro. This is too lit. You know? you know what? You know what? That reminds me. Of, I mean, you're not currently going to therapy, are you? Dude, I'm I'm trying to start, but I can't. I you keep, this number keeps. Not because like you should, but no, like everybody should. I know. I know. But then but, I start podcasting with us. Maybe. But, but here, well, here's the relationship. Here's the connection that I was saying. Is that, like, I find that if I talk to somebody right after therapy, uh, I don't internalize the lessons from that session as as well. And they don't affect me in my life oh, going forward. If I, like, 
call up if I were to like call up my ex or like call up a friend and like to, or like somebody calls me right afterwards I'm like oh yeah I just talked about this in therapy it's really cool right. uh, like it doesn't like sit and like because you smolder you, and yeah, like like yeah, actually do the changes yeah. inside because Which, you like, you yeah. define if you kind of d- made it into one thing I externalized, by, you externalized it, it I objectified by it by saying something about it yeah 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 I like turned it turned it concrete I like let yeah, yeah. turned it concrete and it's not and then it's not you're not engaging with yeah exactly you're not engaging with it anymore and that's a big thing of letting ideas take their course you know or well I think I feel like right now I'm struggling a little bit in terms of because I haven't written I haven't written a poem in over a month which is like a fucking long time for yeah. me um and part of me I think is in like your former mode which is like uh just like take in a ton of information process and then and then go right like stop thinking you always have the most important thing to say maybe you should learn right, some right. shit listen, yeah, and, and just, listen and, and just, process just and do it just be silent for a while just be silent for however a while. like I feel like you and I both like interact with the things we create in productive ways like in right, ways that right, like right. push us forward right right rather than just like getting it out and then say alright well cool I can move on to the next thing right because I feel like when I'm not creating I feel more simple when I'm not like putting shit out there. It's like instead of I don't know. It's like it's like the two points make a line thing. It's like there's no line if it's just a single point and you're trying to like all the ink is right (laughs) mashing up against each other inside. I didn't quite get that. That's a terrible metaphor. I'm sorry. (laughs) What I was going to say to that was, um, is it is it is it when you're putting things out that you don't feel engaged, or is it when you're not working on a thing? Because right. sometimes, right. right now... Well, like, the process is very similar for me because I just have a blog, so I just, like... Right. So I write it, I edit it once, But isn't that kind of, like, putting it, like, like fixing the thing that's been gestating? I don't know. I guess what I say is, like, some, I'm not... Yeah. I haven't been writing new... St- I'm trying... I think that's why I'm not write, reading, because I'm trying to actively write new stuff. Um, so Ooh, that's hot. That's hot, bro. You gotta, oh. uh, dude, you gotta open that. You gotta take that top off, dude. Take my top off? Because I, I let it get. Is that the hot, type dude. of podcast we're gonna make? Don't you think it'll take my top off? Um, what, what yeah, else I, I say? Burn the shit out of my mouth. I'm sorry, bro. That was my bad. I let it boil too. Dude, you're not supposed to let it all the way boil. Tea is like 98, and then uh, well, it depends even on the type coffee. of tea, right? Yes, but everything's under boiling. Even coffee, like when I was. Anyway, really? but, sorry. Um, Say. Before I rudely interrupt you with my burning tongue. Oh yeah, because a lot of times. So right now I'm actively trying to writing stuff, whatever. But usually I'm just going. Lately I've just been going over stories, over stories, and I have on a rotation. And when and you like know, re-editing all yes, your work. Yes, but just going away from them, and then I'll email them to myself. And then <coughs> like I'll wait like two weeks, and then I'll and then you know you have you're saying you feel you feel better and you feel more engaged when you're um in, in working when on I'm stuff writing. when yeah. you're writing on stuff. Yeah. Because then when you look at a story, you a really short thing you wrote like two weeks ago with new eyes and then you're like oh I thought that was good or or, or, or there's feels like you're more and more expanding your understanding of maybe yourself because everything I've been writing has been like first person <laughs> but do you know what I mean like looking yeah. at aspects of it and then going back and forth and then just keep and then just keep emailing them to people and then well I feel like you, you and I, I mean? come to this conversation a lot about the function of editing and editing over like really extended periods of time, which obviously there's a ton of benefit to and is like the established way that most writing gets produced and whatever. But also the concern that I have always had is that, uh, a lot of like writing to me seems to be about, about like pinpointing a perspective Right. And and like getting as much into the voice of that moment or of right, that character right, right, right. as possible. Have and immediacy to it. Yeah, and the more you're not the same person editing it who wrote right. it, right. and you're not the person same person writing it who experienced it if right. you're doing it in first person. And right. so, to some extent, I I worry that like you should minimize the points of contact if you want to be as direct as possible. Right, right. Sometimes you write something really quickly and then you like, just don't fuck with this. And then just, and then some of the stories that like, like the, that got like in places Mm -hmm. were ones like the first one. It was like twice as long. It was like twice as long, but I just noticed how there was three threads and I just wanted to make it one thread. Mm. And I really quickly just cut out a bunch of paragraphs and just the ones about one thing. 
and then sent it like that. Wow. And I remember doing it really quickly. It was just an idea. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh. And, but I wasn't laboring over the sentences. Right. And then I was like, oh, that was really, you know? So I, I, I see that. But I also Because the other thing can make it a little bit rounder. It makes it more universal and, like, pleasant and, and readable in a lot of ways. I mean, that's editing. a lot of well, what but, my but, editing does. But the does, point but. is, isn't, I don't know, the thing with editing... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off, but I just... So that's one side of it, where I, I mm. see that, where you do something really quickly and it can, you know? But the other side is... Um, Sometimes when I'm constantly sending stuff, to, when I'm sending stuff to people, and then someone comes gets back to me about it, and then has this idea, and then over time, thinking about one your story in different contexts yeah. makes you go like, oh, why did I say it like that? Like, what, what if? What, what? And then every story, every version is a new version. It's its yeah. own version. This yeah. is the version of the story for this uh, idea, this place, and that process feels like it's good and like whatever, like therapeutic or just self other relation type way yeah. you know what I mean yeah I mean like, we were just looking at your fucking painting of Sisyphus that you did freshman year my freshman year I took a class with Nat Anderson who well, taught... I saw her recently oh really at, the, at, the, at a reading was it Eileen Miles reading no it was a different reading I went to Eileen Miles reading oh fuck yeah, sick dude that's actually where I I, I know I read I, I saw Gina there that's where I got the idea to do that podcast uh, um, Eileen Miles. I've been thinking a lot about Eileen Miles lately because I, I like, I keep a copy of The Importance of Being Iceland like right next to my bed, and I, I don't think I've ever finished one of the essays, but I keep like picking it up and like reading a page cool. for it. Um, okay, oh, Nat, Anderson, yeah, Nat Anderson. Sorry. Nat Anderson. Professor, poetry, po poetry, po poet. poet, poetry professor, librettist writes writes like. Uh, the lyrics for operas. Oh, wild, bro. Uh, that's, some, that's another hustle. Yeah. I don't even know about that. I, I'm not sure it's a very successful hustle, but it's pretty right, cool. Right, right, right. Uh, she, I don't know if it was her idea or whether she took it from somebody, but the, this, um, like the accordion method of editing, oh, which that? is that you take a poem, usually it's like a poem that just like, you know, eked out of you like a piece of shit or something, like, uh, and then you come back to it and you, you read it over and you say, okay, this is what I was trying to say. And then you, try and expand it so okay. you're like oh I wrote a page long poem it's trying to say this right. it's talking about this experience now I'm going to write a four page long poem okay. just brand new yeah whatever and then oh, okay. you so expand, expand it. it oh okay and then and then, and then bring you it back take down. pieces and then you cut oh. cut 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 that's a great idea concise and then yeah. you expand it again and okay, then you concise okay. you keep doing like that and the idea is like after a couple expansions and contractions that you like you get closer to what you were trying to do and to the voice that you were right. trying to trying to have. Um, right. And also you've cut out like a lot of the, the fat. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I, sometimes though, I, I like your initial idea of like having some immediacy to the art making. Or at least don't let it get like neurotic. Are you, is your temperature okay? It's kind of dipping. My temperature's okay. All right. I mean, are you cold? Up. You want? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I might just need to grab a jacket at some point. But I'm probably good right now. Um, but, um, what was I saying? We could also go out to the front. We could go to a little the bit front. more sun. Yeah, there'd be more sun. It'd be a little noisier, but that's okay. But it could be kind of blown. Could be blown. Could be blown. Because I think the, the cars are backed up there. I mean, we could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do it. We could do it for a little let's bit. Le let's leave it for a little bit. Let's leave for a little bit if the temp starts dropping. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking, I think I remember just reading stuff about, or I was listening to a podcast, this guy who was like an Iowa Iowa writer shop, workshop guy and uh, yeah I don't know but he was just like he was kind of just going in about these like super intense like fucking editing methods you know like sitting yeah, on a story yeah, yeah. for like five years like I worked on it for five years and, like, fucking, and I was like bruh like like move on dude like keep writing you know what I mean like yeah. like I, don't I feel know, like that's part of what you learn in those like, writer work, writer's workshops though is that like the process like generates yeah. like more meaning for the content or something yeah, which is like not the wave that's bullshit not the wave. I think that's not the wave yeah because you want to keep moving and then yeah sometimes I listen to well, actually I don't want to take shots at anybody but let's take shots at Bon Iver like for instance Bon Iver when he wrote Forever you know when yeah. Justin he's like oh he's like super sad he's in the right. cabin like we really talking about Bon Iver right now <laughs> <laughs> well all I'm saying is okay that's a, it's a that's an example of like going in all crazy like well that's just people who are like like the album more because it was written in a cabin in the woods in the snow right that's fucking bullshit just like I see what you're saying liking a story or thinking a story is more valid because somebody spent five years editing it rather he than also probably wrote it in a fucking day like on right. the road got written in fucking 
like 48 hours on speed, you know? Right, right. But he also probably went in super quick. Not really quick, but like he just, a thing happened and he just focused on that thing and then made a thing real quick. You're talking that's, about Justin Vernon? Yeah, I'm talking about the first project. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it was so lit because it was like, it was just all one. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was think, all one mode. But I know what you mean. It's more like, 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 um, I went to, I went to. That's the, my fear about you going to, uh, uh, masters. Nah. You get masters. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, Cause you're gonna get like become so about process that you. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to talk about that. But um, <laughs> all right, let's not talk about that. Um, Great. Um, what's I gonna say? Sorry, my bad. My bad. That was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's cool. Oh no, yeah, I just wanted to just just it's not like I don't want to talk about my real life choices. No, nah, but bro. Um. Oh yeah, we went to this Ann Carson reading. You know. Ann <laughs> No. Okay, never mind then. Well, just, I, I just sometimes, the, yeah, the only point of that was just the idea of like over editing a thing to death or something like sauce about that, you know? Like, and then just like you think yeah. you're going to keep making it weirder and weirder because you want it to be natural and direct. Actually, what you said about that, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, that is kind of the, the MO that I wanted. This kind of direct and the energy is, uh, of the writing is like wanting to convey something to as many people as possible. Like, just getting into yeah. like. Are there writers that you feel like you're emulating in in trying to do that? Like, are there writers that have at a certain point su succeeded in being really direct? Or of course, that's also the writing I'm drawn to. Yeah, that's why. Because you you know, but at the same time, I think when you're going in, I don't. That's sometimes you got to stop reading. You know, because you just want to. You don't. That's always when I read older stuff. I notice what I was trying to emulate, or something like right, that. Right, and there's right. like weird phrasings. Like, why would I say it? You like can that? tell who you were reading at the time. Yeah, I'm like, why? That's just a weird ass way to say that thing. And then I just say the thing, and then it's like better. Well, <laughs> you that's know what why, I mean? That's why when I'm like when I'm traveling, I'm trying to consume writing from wherever I am, which is like helpful because it helps me be more in the place. I mean, like, so oh, I took oh, this trip oh, to oh, Scotland. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And so the first day, I just like. One of the first bookshops I found was like, all right, I want to find a Scottish poet or two. Yeah. Um, and also found a, like, Scottish nature writer, which was oh, really okay. great. That's, that's pretty um, sick. Because uh, it helps, it feels like, one, it helps me understand the, the place more, but two, like, I know that what I'm writing at the time is going to be shaped by yeah, the you place and by, and by what I'm reading. Deliberately poke your head into stuff that yeah. feels like it will, yeah. That's yeah. another thing. You just want to read, like, one or two people. Yeah, which was funny because when I was there in Scotland, I, like, uh, tried to grab this... I was, like, in the local poetry section and found this fucking incredible book called Calling a Wolf a Wolf. Oh, okay. Which is about... Oh, this. I've heard of this. It's so fucking... Yeah, I heard a podcast with that person. It's a woman, oh. right? Uh, woman no. Writer? Oh, okay, I'm tripping. I think... There's something about a Young, woman. queer, Iranian oh, dude... Oh, okay, okay. ...who... Oh. Which is why it was funny, because I was, like, trying to find a Scottish poet. I oh, fell in love yeah. with this book and then bought it and then, like, looked on the back and was like, fuck. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, yeah. Uh, you want to you wanna go post that front? Okay, yeah. Get that sun. Yeah, let's try to find the sun. You got, like, you got that? I got it. I'm going to whisper sweet nothings to everybody. Music got the mic. Oh. Uh. Good, you get good light in this house, too. You get like a bar of sunlight. It's like a little bowling. The car's out here, but... Yeah, hopefully it'll be mellow. Do you want the chair? No, you put it right here. Which one's better for your hip? No, I just want to like sit down. I can just sit down. Should I grab another chair? Can I grab a chair? I don't know. I can sit on the table. You can sit on the ground or the chair. Am I too fat for this? No. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Is that okay? Yeah. Is it gonna be loud enough? Alright. There's only one way to know. <laughs> yeah. But um what else are we talking about? Um so you're just in town for the weekend. In town for the this weekend. This is gonna be lit because it's gonna be like a show like I can just link the two previous ones we did and the dates. So it'll be some interesting arc. Maybe we should have yeah. have some some arc. Do you uh, wanna touch on some themes that we touched on in the previous so in the oh, first yeah, we one, could yeah we could in the first one I remember we got so into what, a confrontation so yeah so when was this this was uh that was almost two years early 2017 it was like May 2017 probably is that right 
So it's almost two years ago. It's 2019 now. Holy shit. Yeah. And you're posted in Philly, which is the thing that I think neither of us really thought was going to happen. Yeah. For the time being. And I'm not posted in Philly anymore. Yeah. Which also, I was here for five years. Exactly. Yeah. Does it feel good to be back in West Philly? Yeah, it really does. Especially on a day like this with the sun. With the sun out. And, like, yeah. all the punks are out, and you can see it's been, like, two weeks since they showered. Because and... everyone's just been bundled. Like, when you when it's winter, you, your skin's always covered in garments. And then I was just thinking about that. Like, you just be out with less garments on, bro. Getting that direct yeah. sunlight, you know? Nothing is sexier than, like, that first day of spring when, like, people actually start showing skin. And you're like, oh, so I want to impregnate right? the world. <laughs> but, um... We don't really have any other books to talk about, or it's Lent. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. What's the, do you think about Lent much? Uh, I think about Lent some because, like, the rest of the world thinks about Lent a right, lot. Right, so right, right. Or, or like a lot of Christian shit, I have to. I, I there isn't there really is a, a Jewish equivalent. Is a spring? There isn't really a Jewish equivalent? Not that I know of. I mean, I'm not an expert. But what about the Easter? Well, Easter is around Passover time. It's around Passover time. the... Last Supper was a Passover Seder. Ah, okay. Uh, which is a fucking weird thing. I mean, well, that's interesting. Jews, yeah, are like, Jews give up shit either for their entire lives, like you can't eat fucking bacon for your entire life, right. or they do it like discreetly for a single day, like you can't eat or drink or have sex or do anything. Um, but I feel like the like the prolonged one month a year thing doesn't really doesn't really happen well, okay yeah I, I, I think I, I feel like I'll, I'll talk about I'll talk about like some Christian ideas or something right that people well like you know I'm just saying like I'll, when I, whatever I do people be like oh like like I don't know you cared about that or something you know yeah. but the yeah. way and like even like with like my dad and stuff I, I don't know why that's relevant but um our but, first um, podcast you talked about being people of the grain I was yeah. Well, that's so. That's the thing. All my ideas of any religious holiday uh-huh. is more. Um, I think of it as a time according to the time of year. Uh-huh. So, because there's, if you look at them, they're kind of seasonal and stuff, you know. And then also in relation to like the harvest, yeah, yeah to the agriculture. Yeah. So then it's like that's why I'm all, I'm I'm more just like interested in. I think of like the spring, like so. Ash, so Ash Wednesday starts Lent, and then it's 40 days. And that was last Wednesday. That right? was last Wednesday. Yeah. So it's 40 days until Easter, but they don't count Sundays. So it's six Sundays. Got so, it. So it's actually 46 days. Do I have that math right? Is that because Seven, 14, on 21? Sundays you... I might not have like Sundays are outside of Lent. Can you, like, can yeah. you eat meat on Sundays? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about... But all I know is you're supposed to give stuff up you're supposed yeah. to be like a little frugal yeah. so I think of it as like it's it's almost springtime and then we're just trying to make it through the last yeah you're trying to make it through the last end of the winter yeah with whatever with whatever you got on you deck have. with whatever you got on deck yeah. and then you're starting Which to plant became institutionalized. and you're like sit tight bro it's coming it's coming that's why you have a fucking feast right yeah and you go in the like the the, the fucking like give, the, the like grains didn't get yeah. the grains didn't get like disease and die you're yeah. good yeah do, and do people give up alcohol during Lent? And then they also work harder. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This is ba- founded in such little. Yeah, I actual... think it's just the Protestants that work harder. Isn't that the thing? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm all like, oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Oh yeah. totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I heard that too. Right I heard now. that too. Okay. Yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, that's why it's kind of interesting. But um, I feel like I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna zoom it out for a little bit just to talk about, like, the role of rules in religion. Yeah. Which, it's in some of what, like, you're saying, I hear, like... Yeah, I don't pay attention to any of the rules. Well, no, but part of what you're saying is, like, the rules, like, almost come after the fact, came after some physical realities. Right, about right, right. Artists or whatever, and then they're used as justification for how to, like, establish habits for the for the larger community in ways that will be healthy for the community. Like, right. oh yeah, we're gonna, ha- we're gonna, it's at the end of the fucking winter, we're gonna have to eat less meat, we're gonna have to be careful and ration our food, we're gonna have to like, right. not go in, right. and like, 
if we can find a way to justify that for larger masses of people, then we're going to do better. Yeah, and even like like monogamy and the nuclear family, it's like that's just a good reproduction um, thing, mechanism, and it reduces all the all the um, shame about about sexual uh, promiscuity or whatever. Is like people don't get like diseases and shit. Because back but then, had, yeah. back then, every, people got diseases and died all the time. Yeah, um, you know. But it's so gnarly to read those parts in the Bible now. Like I was reading, I, yeah. I started trying to read the Bible, and I got. Yeah, like, where they just like kill people for no, for transgressing the rules. Well, because, those stories are those stories are parables. So that's not that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't freak. Like I, people always say that like God fucking did this. Like what else? Like he smut. You know. But those are par- stories. But well, the oh, sections mean the stonings. Okay. For people who transgress the rules. Okay. Exactly. Like the, like the, the rules rule. are useful because they're keeping us all alive. You mean in the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Like how times were then? Old, Old Testament. Yeah. Exactly. I was yeah. reading the Old Testament. And I got to the section that was like Leviticus, I think. Yeah. And it was there's this whole part about like about like diseases and like it was like if you it was so gnarly, bro. It was like it was all about cleanliness and like hygiene and yeah. stuff. And yeah. it was like wash your hands. Like it was low key like this. In the way this was from two or three have a Two or three have a first? Yeah, so gonna finish up this. saying about that this is a super long rant but it was just like if your skin has any blemishes put put um you will be placed in like this dungeon yeah. for like 10 days yeah. if they still has blemishes yeah. you will be like i was like bro like I, my skin's fucked up i would be in the fucking hole my whole life <laughs> i was yeah. living back then bro yeah. Yeah. I had to stop there. It was too intense, dude. I was like, Ugh. or also, I mean, like, there's there's all this Hygiene stuff about women words. being on their periods and exactly, and, like, yeah. you're only allowed to touch or see women when you're on your period. And I, I mean, I wonder about how concerned they were with fertility. Of course, with, like, people essentially like wasting, yeah, bucks. like you want to have sex with the women who are viable and able to like produce children and. The, like one of the ways to control that is to have the like women who are on their period and not going to get pregnant, like not fuckable. I don't quite in the tent. That's what they said. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, definitely they were concerned concerned with fertility. That's why, like, yeah. But you have to think about all that stuff in terms of modern medicine too, and how much that changed everything, you know, and hi- modern hygiene. That's so re- that's so recent. Dude. Well, so that that makes me ask this question, which is like. And the question is, <laughs> like, how do you feel about uh, arbitrary rules or rules that don't actually correlate to, like, people's safety or or health or, like, like what encouraging do you healthy habits in the community? Like, Jews are called people of the book, and there's 613 commandments. And the truth is that, I mean, yeah, either I don't follow any, the vast I don't majority follow any of them... Commandments. I don't follow any rules. So... But, and this just, relates to Sisyphus, the question, the question is, is there a usefulness to, like, choosing arbitrary rules that you follow okay. in your life? Sure, sure. Is there a value to that? Is there a value to that? Or is it, I like, see. harmful and damaging and potentially, like, leads you down? Yeah, I mean, if it becomes a neurosis and it, but you have to constantly evaluate what the rules you're following are for yourself. That's, like, what, Right? And, and and evaluate whether it's it's uh, helping. It's it's about it's about. I think I feel like it's about what you privilege as what you want the rule to um, improve. For example, like right. like. Uh, but once it like stops help, improving, like give it up or uh, or pivot and adjust the rules. Like for I'm just for example, like um, yep. just over the past year and stuff, like getting really like just like when you're with health stuff yeah. and like I, I don't know that's kind of just the wave I'm on now where it's like it's not that like you need to force your force yourself to 
strive towards something with like such intensity and then you will suffer and then you will, and then it will it'll be good like for example uh-huh. i don't know like because if you're more healthy then you're always in a better state to create to think about i don't know do you sure. know what i mean i don't know <laughs> i'm not quite sure i followed the fault but like well i was just saying the that's how i evaluate what rules i follow for myself or right, what do i, I try about, to follow right now you're thinking about, I want to follow rules that are going to get me healthy. Yeah, I'm just privileging everything that, like, like oh, I do better with more sun, so I need to be awake. I need to get more sun. Like, right, but as, as, like, modern medicine gets better, as technology gets better, like, as we have access to better healthcare, better food, all these things, like, and, you know, the access isn't universal, but, like... We do. Uh, but then, like... Is it useful to continue using rules or creating rules for ourselves or for our communities that aren't necessarily about, uh, that are less about health and more about generating meaning? Like waking up in the morning and washing your hands twice, for instance. Or you you were talking about like washing your hands or whatever. Washing your hands twice? Uh, Who does that? Well, so I mean, in like in, in Judaism, there's a oh. there's a tradition where like after you finish praying, between praying and uh, eating on Shabbat, you're supposed to um, wash your hands, and then you're not supposed to talk between washing your hands oh. and then saying the blessings over the food. So like you're like all together and you've been talking and whatever, but then you wash your hands, and once the water touches your hands, you don't you don't speak. That like okay. doesn't serve any particular health purpose or you know whatever or if it did at one point it's certainly not now but is there a use to preserving that tradition there's people you like doing it with and that's the thing you guys do that's what connects you what about on your own do you do that i thought about it i've done it at points you think it's, it feels what use do you know. think it serves uh designation of the sacred ah uh, okay okay you're kind of just okay and it's but it's by following what seems like said. seemingly arbitrary rules yeah yeah I guess I don't really I don't feel like I do you don't that. fuck with that I don't do that no. do you feel like you create I decide what your the rules own like that yeah of course that aren't about health that are just arbitrary you're like this is just a thing I do I like it and it helps me delineate between my like work time and play time or my work time and my sacred time or whatever oh because it's mean, hard to create those for no, ourselves okay yeah, I guess. I mean, not everything I do is for fucking my health, but it's also like it kind of is though because it's like cultivating what project you're deciding to pay attention to, and then you yeah do stuff out of necessity. Yeah, you do stuff out of necessity and try to make those most in sync with what you're trying to do. Yeah. And come up with a view, like, you know, if you got to work or whatever, you know, stuff for money. I don't know. I've also just been in such, like, deep recuperation mode that I'm, like, not really... That's the center pay- of I'm, like, life. not paying attention to things I know I'll have to pay attention to at some point if it stresses me out. I'm just trying to keep my, like, stress and anxiety down. Have you thought about, are there other writers that, like, write from or about places where they're not healthy? Are you drawn to those stories or writers more now who are who, who are not healthy yeah, I mean like Nietzsche talks a lot about his guts being yeah yeah bad. for sure <laughs> no I think it's always it's always good when yeah I love when people write stuff that brings their attention to the body for sure you know yo what up yo how are you going I'm heading out to Clark Park it's so nice you rolling solo yeah solo dollar hell yeah Maybe we'll come eat Sean out there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Maybe we'll come. We'll come meet you. Yeah. Come with me. What was that? It's a frisbee throw. Oh, frisbee. It's all okay. The, it's all on the wrist. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go. All right. We'll probably go for like twenty more minutes. Fifteen, twenty more minutes, and then we'll come meet you. Yeah, what are we what are we even talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how we got I have here. No idea what we're talking about. This is what happens when you don't have a structure. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, dude. And it's good it's good to have some <sighs> Yeah, you okay, so yeah. No, I, I dude, I'm fully aware that I'm fully aware that the circumstances of my upbringing and parental situation 
um, or in cases lack thereof, during periods lack thereof, yeah. you know, paternal, like the combination of moving costly and uh, not have, yeah, whatever, you know, not having like a strong rule enforcing domestic source for yeah. significant stretches uh, um, makes me, that's a big thing that uh, inhibits my ability to uh, incorporate myself like economically and social and socially mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm aware and you know adhere and I kind of think it's a thing where why the, I think I just it's just difficult for me to um, uh, see a place that has its own you know codes and stuff and you know like a workplace or even like a because you have you have then, trouble like actually feeling the internal validity of those spaces yeah you're like this is bullshit no it's not that it's bullshit I just it's that's arbitrary you see it as arbitrary I see it as arbitrary yeah and then it's also which makes it difficult to yeah yeah yeah. I, I, yeah or I feel like I don't know I don't know that's that's just that's just like that's what happens when you don't because you you see you think everything is yeah you, I don't know yeah, I mean, you're, in a lot of ways, I feel like you're uniquely ungrounded in a way that, like, makes it fun to watch you and <laughs> your life develop. Watch me flail. Uh, I no, know, Because, like, I do, I feel like, in some ways, like, we all experience points in our lives when we, like, feel totally ungrounded from it, from any real systems of meaning. Right. Or from, like, uh, like a guiding, you know, you know, a North Star that's like, this is the type of life you want to lead and blah, blah, blah. And, like... You know, for somebody like me, like, I, I felt that there was a strong, you know, guiding whatever coming from, you know, well, like, of course, third you, generation you, Jewish immigrant yeah, family, yeah. like, more successful every generation, like, this yeah. is the model for how you're supposed to do it. Everyone's posted. Oh, you got everyone everybody's posted. posted you posted, posted there your, your whole life. You, you know, you have friends you knew, known since you were fucking five. Yep. That's right. Think but, about if you move, if you fucking were born in Boston, and then two years later, your parents are like, "Oh, let's move to um, whatever," you know, yeah. they're here. Oh, no, two years later. Oh, let's move here. Three years later. Oh, let's move here. And and so with and like- living in a place with no money exchanged yeah. up until um, Sacramento, yeah, in different camp bills. There's no money. No one gets paid. You like sign out when you want to use the fucking uh, cars. Yeah, all the food is fucking from the goddamn gar- garden, and the, yeah. in Scotland, there's a fucking uh, pig, and we fucking ate the pig, bro. Yeah, I remember like they were like shearing it and stuff. It was like fucking flipping around. <laughs> How old were you when you saw that? Five. Oh. Yeah. So wait, I mean, wait, in some I... sense, you you have like you no, don't no, no, have no. A five to eight, five to eight. I moved there when you, I was you five. don't have like a great model for community because your family was literally constantly leaving right. whatever community they were in. Right. But in another sense, you were in really intense communities. Right, like exactly. Communities where exactly. Like money is an exchange. There has to be like really strong other ways of regulating behavior. Right. I mean, how do you how do you think about building community now? Is that a value that you have now? Yeah, that's it. Well, that's another thing that promotes good health. Just being awake in the daytime. So I don't know why I'm on so like, I fucking sound like a goddamn. I've been listening to too many fucking health podcasts, bro. No, I don't I'm think just that's saying, how you sound by saying it's a good idea okay, okay. to be awake in the okay, daytime. Fair enough. But I'm like, like, oh, like, why are you so I'm like neurotically like rambling now. about. Well, listen, yes, it fits into my code of like health and for health uh, encouraging things. No, 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 no. I'm sure no. I and everybody else know that you have other codes and like other like systems of meaning. But it's interesting that this is the one that's most prominent to you right now. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's the most important thing is cultivating your ability to engage with other people in a way where you're navigating that weird space where you're like trying to establish your boundaries and their bound you know and like that seems like the generational tasks that we have. Yeah, establishing that without having like unquestionable community norms because all those community norms are now questionable exactly well that makes that give and take so interesting and new now and that's why it's important because everyone's establishing their selfhood more strongly it's like trying to build a house out of water or something you're like fucking exactly exactly well i don't know how like there are no preformed you mean like navigating self other relations yeah 
Yeah. It's like trying to build a house out of water. Yeah, you're like, what is happening? Okay. Well, I no, guess but, I could freeze but it. But you make but it up as you go, you know? Like, fucking stop making sense, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get some fucking dance moves going. What's I mean, your name again? What? What's that dude's name again? Um, From the Talking Heads. Yeah, Talking Heads. What's that dude's name? <laughs> David Byrne. There you go. There you um, go. But um, what were you talking about? Well, I'm just thinking about... Making it up as you I mean, go. It's a, I mean, I'm fascinated with the community... But it's hard to do that. ...aspect and, like, thinking about how to build community when... when you're also, like, thinking a lot of stuff is bullshit. <laughs> you got to cultivate community. Community just consists of a lot of individual people. And then you want to figure out who the individual people that you want to collaborate with or, or you know, engage with. And that sounds a little bit like... Yeah, but like, like a lot uh, of the time it's entrepreneur, not... Or, right, yeah. I don't not, mean that. It's not just a coalition of like like-minded and right. oriented individuals. But still, to keep reaching out to... you got to cultivate those, right? Like yeah. You have friends you want to continue to cultivate and then you have to see what they're in you know I'm saying the most obvious shit in like a yeah I know I don't know what I'm saying I mean I'm thinking about it because but you have a more I feel like I'm watching a lot of my friends I mean we're getting to that age where like lots of people are getting married lots of people are like starting to go for that like platonic nuclear family ideal thinking about getting kids lots of I mean did you mean platonic in a Plato sense (laughs) yeah Okay, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, it like, sounds like you need... The ideal, the form, right, capital F you realize that's why I read and word user, because it, it sounds like a platonic right, nuclear right. The, family. Yeah, yeah, the nuclear like you guys family are married, nobody just, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bros. <laughs> yeah. I love my wife, dude. You fucking <laughs> hit the beers every football. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, they adopt. But I feel like I'm... I don't know. I feel like I'm starting to have to question really, like... If I want to build something else or be a part of some other model, right? You like have, I've got to be really conscious of that and actually start doing it. Because right, otherwise, right. one, like I'm going to slide into whatever are the most convenient forms around me. But two, the like other people that I want to build that community with also will do that, and it will become harder as time goes on. Right. So think about like, you know, hearing about your experiences, I'm like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. You that sounds like live great. on a in a place where money isn't exchanged, oh, oh, you grow like your much, food, right, you like right. establish community culty, rituals. A little culty, yeah. yeah, but what's like that's not an insulting word unless everybody drinks Kool Aid or no, I want to be a cult leader. Has sex with the same person. That, that's the last backup plan. Just start a cult. <laughs> I'm going to ask something that was asked of me when I was on acid the last time, which is like being a cult leader. Yeah. Sure. People like you and me, for some reason. I'm just joking. Attractive. I'm just joking. Yeah, well, actually, okay, okay. all right. What do you, <laughs> why do you got... Why do you it's got, funny, <laughs> bro. Don't fucking psychoanalyze me. Uh, okay, that's true. So that's here's true. the thing about your yeah, dad, people, right? People <laughs> who say they're, they're jokingly going to start calling as a fucking douchebag, right? <laughs> Okay, I guess not what you're saying. Keep going. Uh, why does having followers change the thing that you want to do? Or how is it important to have followers? It's funny because... We, I feel I mean, like that's why it's funny. No, I'm answering your question, bro. <laughs> I feel like that the reason why that's funny to say that to me, uh, like, uh, why that's a funny thing to say, like, yeah, I'm a sort of cool. Like, yeah. and I, I have, like, I feel like I always joke with Chelsea. I have, like, running jokes, or whatever. It's like, I, I always joke with Chelsea, but we always joke about that. I don't know why it's funny. But, um, it's because, um, like, like, you, you, you ever, how should a person be? Yeah. You know what she's talking about? Like, just, like, she's, like, uh, me and my friends, like, pretend to, like, make each other famous. Yeah. Or, you know, or something like that. But, like, I feel like one big, like, God-like thing in our culture now, the mo- the thing that's most, like, God, like, yeah. in our culture is, like, you know, like, celebrity, the idea of celebrity and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, fame and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's funny things that subvert that are like funny or like interesting are like interesting because that's a that's just a and starting a cult is subverting celebrity well cause you're saying that like you're gonna you you a group of people are gonna decide like what to value like you know what I mean like what to deify like for each other that's a funny ass idea the, because isn't it, that great isn't that the ideal well but then it ice but then it isolates otherwise it, you're just trapped in it isolates you a group historical and it, no it isolates a group it isolates yourself from everybody else I feel like a I feel like a a thing to deify is like being like 
trying to always move laterally through spaces where you you expand your view of the world in in interesting ways where you you kind of make While yourself also still using the, like, look cultural at different symbol, symbols and, and whatever. Well, there's a lot of different it. cultural symbols. Yeah, there's a lot of different cultural symbols within our culture and different ones are privileged and privileging the ones that you see as most most ethically sound is part of how you decide how to represent yourself or something and what to make and what to talk about, right? But, like but why not just make new cultural symbols? Well, I mean, that's what, I mean, aren't isn't that part of what writing is? Yeah, but you're always exploring. I just I'm just trying to push back on like actually why 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 cult. not to start a cult? Yeah, and even why to some degree. Question. <laughs> I don't know. I hear that, but but I also I question how. First of all, I, I don't want to start a cult. I like I like I like ci- the civic unit. I like civic unity. You know. Or, uh, so you don't like the like identity or value groups that are already formed in our society that like advocate for their own well a civic values well and- civic unity should be like appreciating all the different unique discrete values th- things within right. within the within the people who live in the city you know yeah but what I don't value civic unity and maybe this is why I'm like a what are you, you talking know, about you. I, I wasn't finished. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I, I was giving the caveat that maybe this is why I'm like a union organizer, consider myself a blah 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 revolutionary or whatever, because I don't think that civil civic unity is a higher ideal. There we go. <laughs> than, uh, than like creating a more healthy culture with more access for more people. Yeah, and I think that that like part of what's entailed in that is like either destroying or moving away from like the values that uphold the like you know like the status quo. The status quo. Like we are going to have to get away from those and either destroy them or just abandon Uh, them in order to actually. But that's arbitrary. You're constantly deciding what everyone's deciding what the status quo is. When I say civic unity, I don't mean I don't mean like functioning democracy. No, I don't mean all the people who have the positions to like legislate and stuff I just mean fucking being active and how you go about your days and even like using public health programs is making me more aware of that and like oh that's a good thing that's helping right. and then using that fully and then even the other day there's all this trash that's back there because it's not a road yeah it's just like it, but it is a road it's not an alley yeah. Like it's a legit paved road, but it's not a named road by the city. So all these motherfuckers been dumping. Tr- There's a mountain of trash back there, yeah. and I cleared out where my shit is. But then finally, it's too much for me to move. Yeah, I fucking called the public sanitation. I was talking to lady uh, Glenda who lives down there. She was like, "You should call public uh, sanitation." Yeah. The Department of Sanitation. I called them. They directed me to somebody else, and they're supposed to come and clear it up in five business days. They gave me a confirmation. Okay. And I was like harassing them to zoom in to know exactly where it is. Yeah. You know, so like I don't know. Just like even and and, and well, you, but listen, I think we're. I, I count. Here. No, listen. I, I think count. We're yeah, but listen, because I think you're. I count what you do as a form of you trying to help people in your that is part of it too right. there I, is no opposition right. any think, act of trying to if, pe- if people it have, sounds like what part of what you're reacting to is like is thinking about the baseline forming communities forming communities around values that are like separatist or like yes retreating the point, that's, which is not what I'm talking about but listen that's the biggest problem in our culture now, is is yeah, folks who want to change it usually no everyone's that, caught in some opposition ass way of thinking bro and, and and it's like, you know what I'm saying? In some opposition ass way of thinking, and it's that does not to say because it's like people say we're going into like a form of like tribalism or something where like uh-huh. even in the context of the way uh, people put out, like there's no like established ways of putting out content or, or or putting out you know any type of art that's like the legit when everyone like you know with like comedy stuff like people yeah. have like niche audiences and stuff so there's yeah. sort of like an element of tribalism and I think there is a a good element of like respecting different groups with similar things sure but overall the goal is is fucking particip- mutual participation and and trying to help, you know the goal is not to fucking start a goddamn you know to try to fucking sew up op- so opposition you know that's what I think dude that's what well I think. I think 
One, I think that if you're, if you're positively defining your values and this, and this type of society and world that you want to live in, then I, I wouldn't define that as being oppositional. Like, I would, I would view that as a really valuable form Absolutely. of participation. Absolutely. Me too. And I, and I feel like, and you know, I'm like, Nietzsche would say, blah, 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 like, like, but that's not all I'd you're rather talking only about. be a yay-sayer, right? Like, I, ne- I never want to say no to things. I want to, my only, let my only negation be through yay-saying. Fucking whatever, two seventy six aphorism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn deep cuts. Well, wait, wait, what's that from? Gay science. Gay science. Dude, Diva just uh, started reading the gay science, and he, and, and I've been thinking about the gay science recently. And uh, uh, but he was like, I was asking, and he just said like, oh, I finally started because I gave him a copy a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, bro, like it's even the, like there's some pretty sad shit like in there. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. and no, listen, he fucking sent me this one aphorism. That was about the difference between between like men and women and how they love, uh-huh. bro. It was so heavy, dude. Yeah. It was so heavy. Yeah. But it was also I need I need to refuck with that. But um, <laughs> yeah, because after you heard the shit about how women love, you're like, no, but you, <laughs> I gotta dive you back gotta, in. That's you gotta, that guy's got no, some good gotta, ideas. No, you gotta look at all. You gotta look at all of because how he Happy views National Women's Day. How he views that influences his other ideas too. So you want to look at. I don't know. Okay, fucking. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're, you don't. Yeah, I don't know why this always happens. I'm not even drunk now, and it's about, about gender. I was gonna ask if you had any PBR. No, but I got vodka. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I don't. We could grab some beers and go to uh, Clark Park. Let's do we that. We should grab some beers. We got a backpack. Final thoughts? Are we? Are we? I mean, are we wrapping dude, up? Dude, look, 55. We got, and I can do a five minutes. Yeah, this is about the one hour point. That's All what right. I want to do. Um, yeah, final thoughts. Um, I liked how we navigated. <laughs> no, but I, no, okay, I think I, I think an op- I think an opposition we do have. We not, we explored that opposition where <laughs> like rules versus no rule. Like I don't know, and how I don't. Yeah, I feel like you made me think more about. It felt like we started a couple paths. It felt like we yeah. skirted a little bit. We like started a couple fires and then left them smoldering. But I think it's better when be productive for more conversation moves like that. When you get stuck on stuff, it's like a grading to listen to. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I am, yeah, I talk fight. <laughs> I definitely am. Continue to be interested in how like your values around health in particular are yeah. shaping new habits, and also like how those will affect you as you move away from the point of crisis. Yeah, exactly. Because I, like, start, I start doing what I'm saying, trying to reintegrate myself into different worlds. I know that's a challenge. Well, and like what habits you've developed and whether you, whether you keep them once you're no longer like on the brink. Right. And like whether those become sources of comfort for you or become like integrated into a more full personality that right. is more like integrated into the community or whether you're like, oh, like I used those things. They got me good. I don't need them anymore. Now I like am starting over. Yeah, uh, I think looking at stuff less extreme is something I've been doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like with with everything, with rules and everything. Like because the obsession about the rules you're trying to follow can become a more self harmful neurosis than whatever you're trying to cure by adhering to those rules. Do you know what I'm saying? That is that, very that, true. That's a huge epiphany yeah. I've had over the past couple weeks. I'm and on the opposite side though. What do you mean? Which is because I, I agree with that, but I feel like I'm coming from the opposite side, which is that like. I was, I, I was like really depressed for like a year and a See, half. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like what happened in that amount of time is I was like, this is bullshit, this is bullshit, that way I live my life is bullshit, that way right. I live my life is bullshit. And I like lost all of my rules, right. which are part of what make me like me. Yeah. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm re-emerging into the world and being like, okay, like what are the ways that I want to define myself? Like, right. like what are the habits I want? What exactly. do I want to do every exactly. day? See, I'm almost there. there. I'm almost there. Because I have these weird timelines. Like, I can't lift anything. I can't carry more than four books yeah. in my backpack right now because of my hip. So and I have such an extra way to find in here. Whatever, <laughs> right? I'm just, that's the main thing I'm lifting. No, I, I, know, I can't I know. go ham on the grocery run. I got to yeah. break it up. I'm over here snagging, you know, one jar of peanut butter and that one. No almond milk. That's just too heavy just water yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Um, anyway but um but um what was i saying um so i have a, a built-in excuse and i literally have a follow-up x-ray which would be the proof right we did a new x-ray that's in that's in, in about a month a little less than a month mm-hmm. you're we went through the eight weeks you're healed right proceed right so then, and, the, and question then the question becomes and it's already becoming that and finally that's why it's good to have you over and 
just, you know, kind of opening, coming out of the world, opening up the space, and, you know, re, you know, you're not, like, on the brink of hospitalization anymore. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was just working on this crazy work project. They had me out in Western Mass, like, three or four days a week. Yeah, I, like, did not have a life. Probably, bro, it's the worst podcast sound ever. So loud. I think your car's good. Is my car good? Yeah, yeah I checked. smash? I checked. <laughs> this ghetto-ass trolley. <laughs> Yeah, we weigh good with the van. It's always that's kind of that kind of uh, that's a sick trolley, bro. That's, that's like an OG trolley. Yeah, OG. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So oh, I just I just had a fucking crazy work project that I was working like yeah. 70, 80 hours a week on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like that was my whole fucking life. And then coming out of it, and I you know I had no like I didn't engage in my community. I feel like right. I'm eight months or nine months now living in Somerville. Yeah. And I I don't have a regular bar. Which is like yeah. one thing that I love yeah. having, like a place yeah. that I go where yeah. I can walk in. I know Nearby. the bartender. Nearby. People walk in, I know them. Yeah. I don't have that. Like somebody yeah. asked me the other day, like, "Oh, like, is there a cafe near your house where I can work?" Yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck it. "I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't, fucking know. I don't it's like I don't even live there." Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing, and I, I'm I'm doing that too. Like I don't know, little things that you observe. Like for example, with the rule thing, I didn't drink alcohol for like four months. Yeah, not you know, never. I, you know, and then like lately, now that my like my skin medicines work like helping you know and then and then like like I'll, like I'll go out I'll go like watch a game at the bar like yeah. one night yeah and with every with, and I'll get that and then Monday comes and I'm like locked in dude I'm grinding all day like, yeah. you know and just being too contrarian about like your it's things that, but it's also help because it encourages your feeling of being with a bunch of different people yeah. and and even people I don't know. And you know. take in information as you're doing exactly. that, too. Exactly. It's, like, like, really good yeah. for your mental and your spiritual health, you know? This is a different Sean. <laughs> this is a new Sean. I mean, All like, right. yeah. Oh, one, one, one hour and seven seconds. We did it. As, oh. soon, as, as soon as I start devolving into fucking <laughs> goddamn right. motivational health talk. All right, we good? We good. Good shit.